this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Monday, December 18th. You have six shopping days left until Christmas. Six? Oh yeah, six, because Christmas is in seven days. Yeah. 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 My name is Jeff, and by the way, I well, here's my what I'm grateful for. I went to Target yesterday. My name is Jeff Dollar, and I'm grateful that I went to Target yesterday, and it was not as bad as I thought it was. That's Would impressive. Be. Yeah. Hmm. Found a reasonable parking spot. There was a long line at the self-checkout. Well, I was going to, so I went two weekends ago um, to do some Christmas shopping, and I was like, over it as of today, <laughs> over it. And then I just finished ordering things online and like I'm done because I was like, oh, yeah, and too many people. <laughs> Target did it as something really smart. I don't know if it was accidental or intentional or uh, how it all came together, but the Target that Ellie and I went to, the line was the, the for the self checkout mm-hmm. was backed up and they, and it was queued or whatever it's called. Yeah. Back into that little dollar spot section. Mm, genius. So we. How, how many things did you buy? Ellie got a little three dollar hat. Yeah. And I got a cookie cutter, mm-hmm. a star shaped cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. Got one of those. I think that was it. But so smart. Yeah. So what else are you gonna do? Yeah, that is Chick Fil A level smart. Yeah. Mine is that what you're grateful for? What are you grateful for? That the Target wasn't super crowded. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The supermarket oddly was jammed. Why do you think that's odd? Everybody's having Christmas parties this week. So everybody's got to go get their food to make whatever they're making for the office potluck. And I know. just went into Publix for a quick in and out, and it was not. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for all the quality time I had with Ellie this weekend. She was a little under, under the weather, but... That makes for good snuggles, and she was so sweet. And we just vegged out all weekend. We were in our jammy. Like, I did not leave the house uh, after Friday afternoon. I haven't sat in my car. I haven't. I did not go anywhere this weekend, and I did not put real clothes on this weekend, and it felt great. Really? You didn't go anywhere? No. Not one place. My car has not left the garage since Friday afternoon. It was awesome. I worked both days. You know, because someone's got to keep this family afloat. Yeah, Jeff's Someone, feeling a little sassy today, and I don't know why you're feeling so sassy, but... somebody's um, Somebody's got to keep this family in all-day pajamas. <laughs> we started a new working on a new podcast. I mean, we've been working on it, but the record button was pressed this weekend for the first time, which is always, like, an exciting thing. Uh, Jeff was there. I was at home with Ellie. How'd it go? How are you feeling about it? It went really well. It went great. I think it went, um, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, I think it went better than anyone expected it to go because mm-hmm. you can never tell when it's two people. So in this case, it's two friends, business associates and friends who were recording a podcast together for the first time. And I think they were worried about that. And then I also think um, that one of the hosts was worried that she wouldn't be able to dial in and focus mm-hmm. and stay on task. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and then to being completely honest, I was worried because the content, the level of information being shared, it's sometimes, uh, at times, I mean, go, goes way above me. Yeah. 
They're just, so smart. So smart. And so I normally, if I'm if I'm helping with a show and it gets off track, I'm very aware that it's off track. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was worried about not being able to do that with this show. But they uh, they did such a really they did a really great job. And you never know until you turn the microphones on how people are going to be and what they're – because everybody has certain hang-ups. When I first started podcasting, my stories would go in circles and – or my stories would just go on and on, but they would never come back to a central point. Right. Um, so everybody has their things when they start podcasting that they kind of have to overcome, but you really don't know until the mics come on what that's going to be. And, um, I mean, we're two for two. It was this podcast, and then the one we did before was HR besties neither the one um jeff was working on this weekend they have a relationship hr besties they had never met before right. <laughs> so that was a gamble not, too not, and they crushed it no not that it wasn't that they had never met me before they had never met each other each in person other yeah yeah um so and they crushed it too so it's just awesome but i'm so glad that you um were able to go in and spend time with them and sounds like they did great yeah, we had some cue cards. That they um, rec- filmed it too, so it was recorded. So we had our video production guys in there, and uh, we had cue cards up. It was just, I think it went well. And you saw the pictures. How do you think it looked? Yeah, I think it looked really we, good. We had to rearrange the studio a little bit. We did. But um, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I came home on Friday, so I Jeff was working. By the, can I say something Always. about podcasting? Sorry, yeah. before we move on. Um, I know a lot of people had do a podcast in 2023, mm-hmm. start a podcast in 2023, and they have not taken action on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start the process now for 2024 mm-hmm. and d- do not hesitate to reach out to us to see if we are a fit, right? To see mm-hmm. if we can work together. Um, our... Our network is made up of all sorts of different shows that all have different objectives and all have different subject matter. And we would love to help you just understand whether or not your podcast would be worth the investment in both time and money that you would have to make to not only work with us, but to work with anyone. Yeah. Um, And, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, there's a couple questions that we always ask, and there's a one-hour, um, we just updated our website, there's a one-hour consult that we offer, which is beneficial to anyone that's like, I don't know, um, because that's our chance for you to like tell us what you're thinking, and we can either, we can start to give you some ideas, or we can tell you, you and be honest with you about what the time commitment is, what the financial commitment is, all of that kind of stuff, and I think that's really helpful to people when they're first starting out because sometimes that's the difference between moving forward with a show and not. And the answer is always yes. Can I do a podcast? The answer is always yes. What and 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 can I do a podcast on my own? The answer to that is always yes. You can find the resources and yes. the information that you need online to do a podcast on your own. And you're allowed to launch a podcast and talk about whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You can't defame people, bash companies, right? Then you'll get Play in trouble. Play two hours of Taylor Swift on your podcast. Right. That'll get you in trouble. Yeah. But we, we can, you can do a podcast about whatever you want. Where a company like, like us come in handy is we can set you up to 
be successful, whatever success looks like for you. It's almost like writing a term paper for the first time. Like, can you do it and like look online to see what you should include? Yes. Is it easier to sit down with your teacher and do an outline first and then talk through how it's going to fit all together and how to make it a great paper? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just easier to talk to someone that can talk specifics about what you're talking about and what you want your goals to be. So if you uh, if you, if you want to send us an email, we'll happily respond and, and tell you what the best course of action is. And sometimes it's work with us and sometimes it's, hey, don't work with us. Go Here's another company or go do it on your own. Yeah. You got the skills and whatever. Uh, and I think if you send us an email, is this because we were going to talk about this before and we didn't. But our prices all went up by about 20% for yes. 2024. If you email us before the end of the year and you put upside listener mm-hmm. in the subject line and you wanted either for yourself or for a gift, mm-hmm. a one-hour consultation, or I think it's 90 minutes actually. However it's long, one. It's one hour? Okay. If you wanted a consultation with us, we would honor the... 2023 price. Yes, we if you're can do that. if you're an upside listener, just just mention that. And uh, I don't even know what it says on the website right now, but the 2023 rate is about 20 percent cheaper. I was at my parents on Friday afternoon. I was hanging with Ellie, and you know, just looking for things to do with the toddler. My parents always like seeing her, so I went over there. I did notice. So my mom had my parents were out of town, and my sister and I were on like package duty of like bringing in the packages. My mom ordered something for somebody from Cozy Earth, and I don't know who it's for, um, but I was like, go mom. Like, mom has been listening to the podcast. She used the discount, obviously, um, and it's a great discount. So if you're at a loss for what to get somebody for uh, for Christmas, Cozy Earth is 100% the way to go. You cannot lose with Cozy Earth. Are you sure... That she used our code? What if she used somebody else's code? That would be so rude. Somebody did send me a message <laughs> that uh, they went to the website and it didn't automatically put the code in. And so I'm not sure if... Yeah, here's the, here's the reason why, because I walked through it. It may have been the same person. I walked in through it on my DMs. Um, but you have to... It'll... Whatever sale they're offering right now, so if they have like a holiday sale for a 25% off right now or whatever... Our deal's bigger than that, but you have to go to like the very, very, very end, almost where you're about to pay, and then it will populate the Callie and Jeff 40% off. Or you can, whenever they show you a promo code, you can enter Callie and Jeff 40. Yeah. So um, you go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy, and you can take advantage of that discount. We have a 40% off discount, which is like amazing. It's way better than all their specials, and I don't know one person that doesn't want to be cozy, whether right. it's getting out of the shower or sleeping in their own bed or vegging out like Ellie and I in pajamas. Um, you know, it's, it's a pretty good life. Uh, so I went over there. I saw that. I was like, go mom. That's awesome. Came home and the back door was open. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like first thought, because I'm a Dateline watcher, is robber. But then both dogs were inside and they were both excited to see us. And I feel like if there was sketchy stuff going on, there would be no dogs excited. They would be barking at something or alerting us. And it was the same all like, hey, I'm so glad you're home. So I called Jeff because I'm alone in the house with the kid. And you look at the cameras. Well, you called from the inside the house, which I'm so shocked by because of how much Dateline you watch. I would have thought 
that you would have put the dogs and Ellie in the car and driven to the end of the block or driven up to the corner where you could see both the driveway and the backyard? Lily is a rat terrier and they find things and they don't let anybody hide. And you cannot play hide and go seek in a house with a rat terrier because they will find you and they will tell everyone in the house where you are. A burglar can't hide from us in this but house with if, Lily in the house. I know, but you've seen enough Dateline. How do you know that the burglar didn't break into the house with a pound of ground beef? And She would still tell. Lily and Sadie are, are now best friends with the burglar. Yeah, no. Um, okay. She would tell me, oh, there's something in that closet. Look in that closet. Look in that closet. Look in that closet. So I called Jeff from inside the house to tell him, and he decides to look at the cameras. Jeff Dollar... What was on the cameras? Uh, when you left, you forgot to let Sadie in. Poor Sadie. So Sadie was alone in the backyard. For how long? Well, for about a half hour. And then she decided to come inside and banged on the back door. Because <laughs> our back door... Our backyard is, is gated. Right. So they but can't you, go anywhere. But it's gated not with a wood, not with a privacy fence, with a... Wooden or um, um, iron, iron yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's called, but you can see through it easily. Yeah. And so Sadie was outside for half hour, 45 minutes, then decided she went to come inside. So she banged on the back door enough to push it open because the back door, you can close it tightly without latching it. Like it kind of sticks. So that's usually what we do when the dogs are outside because it serves as a reminder to shut the door and lock it when we right. leave. Mm -hmm. Callie didn't do that. So she shut the door. Sadie knew it was open. Bang, 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 bang. Finally got it open. And then for the next three hours while you were at your parents' house, the dogs just came in and out, 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 in and out. Best day of their lives. I felt so guilty. I am very glad that it was not a super cold day because I would have felt like such a jerk. And the reason- Why would you have felt like a jerk? Well, I guess they could get in, so it's not yeah, that big of a deal. Um, or like a super hot day. I don't know. I'm just glad that the weather was like nice. I'm, I'm glad that the weather was nice enough that our heat didn't run. I know. For six hours while our house dropped down to 40 degrees and the gas furnace tried to keep it at 68. Me too. Um, but what I felt the worst about was that Jeff said there was a point on our video where they were barking at our neighbors. Now, our neighbors know our dogs don't just get to be outside free for like we let them outside to go potty and we keep our eye on them but we don't let them have free reign in the backyard for hours on end because they do bark at people and we just don't want to be those people and where our house is situated in our in our neighborhood there's there's a privacy fence behind it and there's people who walk on the other side of that privacy fence there's lots so, of sidewalks so they can hear people so that's almost worse is when they can hear somebody but can't see them. Yeah. So we we don't allow them access to unregulated barking events. Right. And um, everybody, I would think, in our neighborhood, generally speaking, knows that. Like I right. Except for the people right next door who moved in three days ago. Yeah. And we haven't met them yet. I I don't know who they are. I've not gotten the chance to say hello. Welcome to the neighborhood. I haven't seen them coming and going a lot. I've seen like some repair people. So I think they're redoing some of the stuff in the house. But Jeff said the camera captured uh, both of our dogs 
rabidly barking. Yelling. At that neighbor which and they, their new dog. Which they probably thought was great because nobody came out to silence the dogs. Yeah. So we owe them an apology for that. All right, Jeff Dollar, to have a little fun to start this like pre-Christmas vacay week, I have a Christmas quiz for you to take today. Okay. Now, this was meant for children. Yeah. <laughs> so some of them you should know or Ellie Dollar is probably going to disown you. Uh, some of them are a bit more challenging. So okay. I, I gave you some multiple choice answers. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, I'm going to throw you a softball on the first one. Yep, jingle bells. Question number one. What is the Grinch's dog's name? Max. That's the one you had to get right if you wanted to be Ellie Ellie Dollar's dad still. Question number two. What magic item brings Frosty the Snowman to life? Is it his pipe? No. Is it the hat? Yes, it's the old silk hat they found. Got it. And when they put it on his head, he began to dance around. Yeah. I don't know. I just think when I think of dancing <laughs> snowman, I think probably smoking something. That's why I went with pipe. Question number three. How many gifts are given for the 12 days of Christmas? I made this a multiple choice for you because I would have no idea. Is it A, 196 gifts? B, 218 gifts? I can't gifts. do that math. It's 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus 9 plus 8 plus 7 plus 6. C, 364. What what sounds the most accurate to you? Is it, is it 196, uh, 218, or 364? No, because I don't like to be wrong, so I'm going to do the whole thing. <laughs> but wait a minute. Is it because when you get to 12, is 12, 12 plus 11 plus 10 plus 9 plus 8 plus 7 plus 6 plus 5 plus 4 plus 3 2, 2 plus 1 plus 11 plus 10 plus 9 plus 8 plus 7? That is plus, correct. Oh, it's the highest number. Whatever the high one is. Three hundred and sixty-four. That yeah. would be correct. Nice. Um, what were what are we on? Number four. Number four. What were three kings gifted by wise men to baby Jesus? Or sorry, what were the three things gifted by wise men to baby Jesus? What did they bring? You should know this. Uh, they were. They uh, were. They work for for Arbon. And so they brought some oils because they said, look, this kid's going to get a cold. Mm -hmm. All you, you got him in swaddling cloths mm -hmm. and he's in a manger. Mm -hmm. So you're going to want to put some frankincense on his feet and mm -hmm. the soles of his feet along with an onion. Mm -hmm. And then the other guy said, can I interest you in our myrrh of the month club? <laughs> and so they got that and they also got Mary um, she's in the pyramid. Yeah. Right. So uh -huh. she ha she has a she has an upline. Mm -hmm. um, her upline is the second wiseman, and she's really trying to build a network. And then the third guy was like, "Look, I don't have time for all of this sales stuff. <laughs> Just have some gold." Yay! Look at you. I'm actually like, no, yeah. you should know that. I didn't know that. I don't really know the story of the three wisemen very well. They came and brought. Frankincense, myrrh, and gold. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but because they followed the North Star. Yeah, we're gonna get complaints. We got a complaint last week. Callie got a complaint from somebody who said that her comments about the nativity being deflated at Ellie's school were disrespectful to Catholics because she said that she grew up Methodist and 
didn't feel guilt about it when I just said it feels weird to see a nativity because it's baby Jesus deflated. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to write back to that person and Callie wouldn't let me and say, thank you for taking the time to write the complaint, but I hope you realize that you're writing a complaint about an inflatable Jesus. So if there's disrespect, it probably came from that Chinese company that made an inflatable Jesus. I have nothing to say. Uh, Question number five, before Christmas lights were put on Christmas trees, what did people put on their trees? Um, Before the advent of electricity. Tinsel? No. Think earlier. Think think before. Anyone who has had been an American girl doll fan will know this. Lanterns? Candles. Which sounds like a giant fire hazard. Why? Putting a dry tree and then putting candles all over it. It's actually really pretty. But Why would an American Girl doll? Because one of the that? American Girl dolls, I think, was like from Holland or something, and I I don't know the history of of Christmas in this concept, but I do remember seeing a Christmas tree lit with candles. That seems horrifying. Yeah, but it's also really pretty mm. as long as your house doesn't explode. Uh, and they've last- never seen National Lampoon's Vacation when Uncle June Junior, whatever his name is, Uncle Eddie. Nope. <clears throat> Clark, that guy. Oh, the old guy. Yeah, he goes in to light a cigar, and the whole yeah. tree goes. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't watched that this season yet. Okay, last question for today: What type of pudding is in "We Wish You a Merry Christmas"? Figgy. Good job. I didn't know that you would know those. I'm so proud of you. Being hydrated is not just for when you are working out like the superstar athlete you are. It's also for the winter months. I don't know if you've noticed this, but my skin has taken on the texture of an old football that's been in your basement for about 15 years. So hot. Ugh, it's so (laughs) terrible. So uh, you can obviously lotion up to help with that, but also hydrate from the inside out, and you can accelerate that hydration using liquid IV. I try to have some liquid IV every single day. I'm trying to drink more water. I'm trying to be better about drinking water not so close to bedtime, and liquid IV helps me stay hydrated because one stick of liquid IV powder, my favorite is lemon-lime, followed by passion fruit, followed by strawberry, One stick of that uh, liquid IV in a glass full of water delivers uh, nutrients and uh, 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 vitamins into my bloodstream and hydration faster than just water alone. You can save by going to Costco and getting liquid IV hydration multiplier in bulk. That'd be a great thing to give away at your holiday party. Yes. Give people some liquid IV to drink on the way home. Yes. Uh, the liquid IV is, uh, they have sugar-free flavors now, which, uh, which have been in demand for quite some time. You can get those at Costco as well, or you can go online, liquidiv.com. When you use the code UPSIDE at checkout, you get 20% off anything you order at liquidiv.com using promo code UPSIDE. If you are stressed to the max about getting a gift on time and not paying a fortune for shipping, okay, I'm going to make it real easy for you, okay? StoryWorth. This is one of the most meaningful gifts that you can give and 
you don't have to, you know, you don't have to have anything physical. You don't have to go buy anything. All you have to do is buy the StoryWorth subscription and you can give that to the recipient via their email. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth emails your relative or friend with a thought-provoking question of your choice from a ton of possible options. So you can choose whatever you want. They have hundreds. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought to ask, like what's the bravest thing you've ever done in your life? Or if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Now, after one year, StoryWorth StoryWorth will compile all your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book. And look, that's two years worth of Christmas presents, right? You got one now is the subscription and one next year you can give the book to everybody in your family. You will never ever regret collecting your family stories and sharing them with generations to come. With StoryWorth, you can give those you love the most a thoughtful, personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash upside and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash upside to save $10 on your first purchase. Over the weekend, Jeff caught up on what, like four weeks worth of news. You haven't gotten on and checked the news in a really long time. Yeah, not real. I mean, the real news, the world headlines, I have been glancing at. But just the other random stuff, like Taylor Swift gossip. Yeah. The the Beerman, Zolciak Beerman marriage Erosion has just gotten really sad with their kids calling 911 once. Yeah. Uh, caught up on that. That Matthew Perry. Yeah. Cause caught of up death on that. Revealed. Sad. And now I'm going to take another month off because there's just, there, I, it's just tough to find optimistic slash happy news. It is tough. And I feel like, especially in this news cycle, but unfortunately, I think, you know, going into an election year, it's probably not going to be. Maybe that's a good idea. Just like once every couple of weeks, you just pop in, figure out what you need to know, and then pop back out yeah. again. Um, okay. It's so, truly did you why, see- it's, it's truly why I like Mo News. I know uh, it's one of our podcasts. So, this sounds like a commercial for it. But even if you don't listen to the podcast, his Instagram is a great way to stay up to date on the important stuff because that's, one, he shares the most important stories. But two, if your brain's just a capacity for negative or or doomsday-ish information. Or just like clickbait. Just like, yeah. not, like he just takes the drama out of it, which is well, so nice. Yeah, and what you can do is what you can read the headline and then just move on to the next story mm-hmm. without having to dig into it, but you have an awareness of it. Yeah. Um, so did you stumble across the reason that people are so up in arms over Oprah over the past like five days? I didn't know people were upset with her. I saw the pictures of her with all the weight that she had lost, and she said that she took the uh, Oztempic or whatever it's called. It wasn't. She didn't say the brand, but oh. she said that she's been taking um, you know, the shots for weight loss, which is shocking to people and making people upset because she is either a partner or an investor. She was the spokesperson for Weight Watchers. So I know that she has some sort of financial tie to Weight Watchers. I don't know if she owns but part of I, the company. I think even Weight Watchers is is pivoting. Weight Watchers, I think, is embracing the drugs. Are they? Yeah. What makes you think that? I believe they said 
we are pivoting. The world is different now. And if there is a drug, if our goal is weight loss and there's a tool out there that is safe for the majority of people that that is, is showing tremendous promise and has great success, why wouldn't we work with it? I think that's what they You're said. scared of the drug? I'm not scared of it. You seem very hesitant anytime I've like brought it up because I have I have a ton of friends. Obviously, I can't do it right now. I'm pregnant. Um, but I have a ton of friends who have done it and had amazing success with it. I have also had people that I think are taking it that just don't want to talk about it, but they look really great. And I am totally into taking it once this baby arrives. I think the only the hesitation that I had with with you is I think it's an expensive drug and I don't think it has reached a point where it's commonly affordable. If you get a prescribed- I don't think that's true because so many people are taking it now and I actually had a girlfriend tell me that if you fall in the overweight category, your insurance will cover it. Right, but you got to get your doctor to write a prescription for it. Right. Yeah, that's all. I didn't, yeah. but I have nothing against it. I just don't think it's, I, I, when you brought it up before, I, I was a little bit thinking that you thought you could just walk to a clinic. And, oh, no. And, and they would write you a prescription and it would cost nothing. It, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. But I have seen, I, I have friends that have been taking it for years um, for weight loss and have I've seen the price go down. But I will say the one reason it made me glad that Oprah's doing it is because I feel like so many people are doing it now, including people with a lot of money, that if, they're adver if there are adverse side effects like way down the line, we now have billionaires who have taken it that will put money down to counteract whatever happens to, to us, like the third arm growing out of our head. To or cure it. To cure it. You know what I mean? Like how it takes us like years to get vaccines for certain things, but then COVID happened and we figured it out in what, like right. nine months. So now I'm like, thanks, Oprah. So now if we all have like, you know, arms growing in weird places or I don't know. Yeah. Oprah can fund the- Oprah will fix us. <laughs> Oprah will fix us. You get an arm removal and you get an arm removal. <laughs> you get an arm removal. All right, here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing for today is that I have a list of signs that your dog may be gifted. So if you think, oh, my dog is a genius. Well, first of all, if it's a border collie, you're probably right. Uh, but here are the three things that you can do to tell if your dog is gifted or not. Already, I can tell you this is way too much work for me. Number one, your dog only needs 30 minutes to learn the name of a new toy. Okay. So you bring a toy in the house. You say- This is Doug. Here's your Doug. Go get Doug. Your dog should be able to figure that out in 30 minutes or less if they are a genius. Number two, your dog knows the name of at least 15 toys- I don't think we have 15 dog toys no. in this house. Um, and number three, your dog is able to learn more than 50 toy names over the course of two years. That study right there is put out by a company that manufactures dog toys. Who has that many dog toys? If you want to know if your dog is smart, here's what you do. When Lock them outside and <clears throat> see if they'll let themselves back no, in. When your dog is sleeping in the middle of the floor, take a large blanket or a towel Put it over the entire dog, and then watch how long it takes <laughs> it to get out. 
Sadie probably wouldn't even wake up. She would not even she move. Would, you would see her head go up. She would look around. She would decide everything's fine. She'd put her head down. We would lift the blanket up several hours later to make sure she's still alive. Lily would jump up. The blanket would be draped completely over so her. So she'd look like a ghost. She'd look like a ghost. And she would run around like an idiot until it falls off. This a, is true. 56% of the quote-unquote gifted dogs, by the way, in the world are border collies. A border collie would... Which I want so bad, and Jeff has said absolutely no border collies in this house. Well, only because we don't have a big enough yard. Well, and Jeff was like, I really don't want to get a dog that we're going to have to like train out of like knowing how to drive our car. Yeah, a border collie needs a, a space big enough so it can land its plane once it gets its pilot license. <laughs> Your second random thing is the Elf on the Shelf, which was born in the year 2005, is a cultural phenomenon, but it almost didn't even become a thing. Uh, Carol and Shanda tried to sell the Elf on the Shelf a Christmas tradition, which is something they did in their own family. Uh, every single editor and publisher turned them down. They had never seen anything like that before, and they were like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> um, so uh, they enlisted the help of uh, uh, Shanda's sister and self-published the book and sold it by personally explaining the tradition to buyers and families one by one. It was like guerrilla marketing. Yeah, like right? going the door three, to door and being like, this is my product and this is how you use it. The three of them hustling it. And then uh, finally it took off and people started to tell their friends and their friends started to tell their friends. Now keep in mind, this started in 2005. Um, as of today, the Elf on the Shelf, a Christmas tradition book with the Elf Doll has sold over 11 million copies. The Elf debuted his own half-hour animated special called An Elf Story in 2011. Has been in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade since 2012. Um, there is a female counterpart. There's a pet reindeer. There's a Netflix deal. There's a birthday edition. A new book called Elf Pets, A Reindeer Tradition. Uh, Ellie is, loves that one. Is that the one? That's the one with Barry. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, the Elf on the Shelf has over 1.3 million fans on Facebook and more than 325,000 Instagram followers. And, of course, there's an app for the Elf on the Shelf. And they have a brand new book out, The Adventures of Nora. Such a good book. Ellie loves it. Which we have been reading to Ellie this holiday season, and it's about an Arctic wolf who helps Santa Claus. So, anyways, if you're a person who is getting rejected and is getting no's, just know that once you find the right person to partner with, you could make $11 million. <laughs> that is true. I was watching a, that Disney 100 2020 special the other day, and I love the parts in stories like that, especially because we all know how successful Disney is, where uh, people tell people told Walt Disney that Disneyland was a stupid idea right? <laughs> and that I would never succeed. And he's like, well, I guess I'm going to do it anyway. And he launched it when he was... He opened it when he was 53 years old, and, you know, we all know how that turned out. And your third random thing for today is to T-Bird and myself. A guy accidentally blew up his apartment because he was trying to kill a cockroach. 
It has happened. Fair, fair. That's fair <laughs> enough. You should not be charged with arson. And I also feel like your insurance company would be like, oh yeah, mm. yeah. And his and, it, and his premium should not go up. <laughs> this happened in Japan, and he started. He saw a single cockroach in his apartment. Started spraying a massive amount of like insecticide or everywhere. And he has a heating table in his apartment. It ignited the flammable chemicals, blew out his windows, caused minor injuries, and um, they didn't find a dead roach after. So the roach may have gotten away, even after all of that. Uh, also, PSA, don't spray near electrical outlets. And those are your three random things for today. You are strong, you are brave, you are kind, and you always belong here.